I'm Merritt Fields, and you're listening to the Career Gems Podcast. Today, I have a special guest that I got the privilege to chat with. We're talking all about how to be your true self. Hello, and welcome to the Career Gems Podcast. My name is Merritt Fields, and I equip black and brown women with clear, results-based, actionable tools to empower their career decisions and teach them how to successfully advocate for themselves. If you're new to my podcast or need a reminder, let me give you a little background of myself. Throughout my career and life, advocacy has been the through line since I can remember. I've spent 15 years in HR and recruiting, and I've been on both sides of the coin, both preparing candidates with a really high success rate and being a recruiter, or aka the gatekeeper. I want to help you get unstuck and create action for your career. And on a real note, I created my business because as a black woman, I am just tired of seeing other black and brown women getting the short end of the stick, and I wanted to do something about it. So each week, I will have a mix of content. Sometimes there will be special guests dropping knowledge about all things career and sharing their stories. But one thing you can absolutely count on is that each week I will share a question I received and provide tailored recommendations for the best next step. So if you haven't already done so, make sure you subscribe and tune in weekly. And if you want the opportunity to be featured on an episode, ask me your questions. Check out the link in the description for how you can do so. All right, so today we're going to switch gears and kick off today and dig into an interview. In today's episode, I spoke with Kim Whitehead, who was formerly a patent and trademark attorney in Washington, D.C. Now she is a CEO and founder of Lux Dream Group, a change management consulting group providing various resources in areas of personal growth development and business sustainability. She is the dream strategist, and she has created both a digital and in-person course called Demand the Dream, and she is the author of three books. So without further ado, here's our interview. Thank you so much for having me. It's a delight to be here today. Great. I'm so glad that you are here and back with us. So what we're going to do first is we're going to do an icebreaker. And I like to always kick off to just start with a lightning round to get us like some fun and engaging things. Sounds good. So it's called lightning round because it is quick, fast questions. So I'm going to ask you a question and then you just have to tell me the first thing that comes to your mind. Okay. Perfect. Are you ready? Okay. Yes. All right. So Excel or Google Sheet? Google. Right. Your favorite flower? Lilies. Your favorite movie? Oh, I'm going to say Gladiator. Mm, that's a good one. God, I couldn't do it. I, I can't say a favorite one. So I, I applaud you for it's that. It's hard. It's too hard. Instagram or Facebook? Instagram. A scary movie or a happy ending? Happy. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet or savory? Savory. Lipstick or lip gloss? Lip gloss. A book that you would read over and over and over again? Oh my gosh. I'm going to say The Alchemist. Mm -hmm. Your least favorite food? Hmm. That is hard. I'm going to say milk. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm not a, yeah. And my last one, 
any company, if you could work with any company, what company would you feel like you would want to work with and help them right now? Hmm, that's a great question. I'm going to say Amazon, specifically in the ring division, and we can talk a little bit about that. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, perfect. Well, thank you for that. So, Kim, I got to be honest with you. Your, your background is incredible. Like, you have an extensive background. And just for you guys to understand, Kim, you went to UPenn for bioengineering. Is that what it is? Yes. I always like to make the distinction and the delineation between going and graduating. So you graduated (laughs) from, yes, you graduated from UPenn in bioengineering, and then you went back and you went to law school at University of Georgetown, and that's where you got your JD. So you were in that industry and you were in, uh, in the law industry and patents. Take me through this whole background of yours of how you got from you pin Georgetown to your consulting work in yes. Luxury now. Yes, yes. So, you know, this whole thing starts out of just who Kim is. So I am the same person on camera. I'm the same person behind the scenes, same person with my friends and family. And pretty much I'm that person that people call when they're like, hey, I got this idea. I'm not quite sure, but let me know what you think. And the reason is because I'm safe space. I'm safe space for dreams. I'm safe space for ideas. I'm safe space for the like the desires of your heart, right? Mm -hmm. So with that said, pretty much the big thing is for me, taking all of the aspects for me and putting it forth and seeing where that goes. So I'd always wanted to go to law school. That's just kind of been me. I've been old soul as a kid, kind of just very into books, very into seeing the bigger picture. And so that ability to kind of not look at like infinite details or small infinitesimal details rather, but what's the bigger picture? How does this fit into a whole? So knowing that when you have a legal background, they always say like, get a law degree. They used to say that. Get a law degree. You can pretty much do anything with it, right? So that said, I was always great in math and science. When I got to Penn, it was like, I'm looking at the majors for the arts and sciences school. And I'm like, "Eh, eh, eh." then I'm looking at the business majors. "Eh," Then I'm looking at majors and I'm like, oh, I like that. So I love learning about the human body. I love learning about the mind. All of that is so important to me. And the great thing about the bioengineering program is I did not have to be sort of cutting cadavers and doing all that great stuff like they did at pre-med. This is about understanding how to heal the body, how to treat the body, how to take it to the next level after injury or prevent injury. So mm-hmm. it's very much about ideas. Yeah. It's very much about dreams and taking things to the next level. So that's Kim right there. Then, of course, life happens and brings people to you to help solidify your path. Mm -hmm. Now, although my mom was very instrumental in helping me sort of get into the legal field, she worked as a legal secretary. I had no idea what patent law was. Mm -hmm. I thought that I was going to use it and do medical malpractice, do something products liability, that kind of thing, until I met, quite honestly, my boyfriend senior year. And he was a computer engineer, lived in DC where the Patent and Trademark Office is and opened a whole new world about here's where scientists and engineers have a very specific place in the law. You cannot practice here unless you have actually graduated with a science or engineering degree. So that to me was kind of like, hmm, 
because I've always been very interested in this concept of standing out as a one percenter. And so some people hear that and they think it's, oh, it's money, it's elitism. It's really about creating a space for yourself where no more than 1% of the population could ever even try to compete. You're mm. that unique. You're mm. that irreplaceable. Your mind is that different. Your experiences are that different. So when I hear like, okay, as a Black female scientist, yeah. I can be in a space where <laughs> you can only enter by having this I'm very interested. Yeah. And so when I went to Georgetown, which is in DC, mm-hmm. I immediately took that opportunity to learn more about it. So my second year there, I immersed myself in almost all classes <laughs> dealing with yeah. intellectual property from patents, trademarks, trade secrets, copyright. I did a patent trial practice, which is essentially sort of like a mock trial like class in which you're actually mm-hmm. going through the process because I didn't know which part I was going to love. And so I say that to say, when you're interested in a field, dive in every aspect to it. The parts that are going to be for you are naturally going to call to you more and more. And so I clerked in um, a patent law firm in the summer. I really was all the way in, graduated and started working at a law firm as a patent attorney. Now, the interesting thing is because my mind is like, I love writing, I love legal, I love science, I love dreams. God literally brought to me a career that was all of me. And it took some time to really be understanding how to be true to yourself in the midst of options. So I could have been a litigator. I could have been a straight patent attorney, which were very transactional. We'll just writing the patents, doing the drawings, getting that done for you for the patent and trademark office. But God actually allowed me to have a place in all of those. Mm -hmm. So I was writing briefs while writing patents. I was doing all of these things and not really trying to put together a path, but again, doing for me what was true to Kim, Mm -hmm. what felt great. And so what that ended up doing was actually carving out another segment of the 1%. Because when attorneys usually are a patent prosecutor, you're writing the patents, or you're a patent litigator, or you help license the patents and trademarks afterwards. Right. Not all three. So now I'm doing all three, and I'm not wow. really realizing, like, hey, potentially right. carving this unique path for yourself. But that foundation I had about how can I see what's different? How can I see what other people are not doing and do that? and do me in it created that. So it ended up giving me a lot of different leverage. My third year actually changed the game for me. My third year, I was actually working in a law firm where I was in a small office in DC, but a huge law firm in Boston. And that was great because it allowed me to have the best of both worlds, right? A very small intimate group, but you're able to have all the perks of a big law firm and all that far, far away. With that said, what happened was one summer morning, I got a call, unfortunately, that my boss who was on vacation passed away. So now what that does is place 26-year-old Kim as the senior person in the office. Wow. Right. And so for me, I had the dream of, I'm going to sit behind this desk and I'm going to write these patents to litigate for 20, 30 years. It's great. Go retire. Have a great time. Right. I was married at the time. We're going to have fun. That's how it's going to be. No idea. God's like, no, I'm going to make you a business person. Mm -hmm. So these are now all your clients. 
And so I'm expecting the clients to say, hey, she's 26. Like, I'm I'm going to have you work on stuff, but transfer this to the senior partner in Boston. And they were all like, nope, Kim, 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 Kim. So now I have no way of escape. Yeah. Sometimes God will allow that to happen for you, right? Where you're sitting there and you're like, this is, this is past the comfort zone. This is almost impossible. And I know I rise to challenges, but this is a bit too (laughs) much, right? right? But yet it's calling you. You're not chasing it. It's calling you. And that's essentially what happened. And so I ended up as a 26-year-old person in meetings with the senior partners with the book of business advocating weekly for this client, these clients. And so I ended up really moving a couple of different firms to help those clients get better resources. Um, a couple of clients, actually, I had litigation against one of the top five companies in the world. I can't say who it is, yeah, yeah. but at 29, like that's where it kept going. Wow. And so understanding with that, it gave me a very big sort of circular or macular aspect of how do things work from start to finish? Mm -hmm. So that's what God was doing. He was giving me that experience in the patent world where I was doing prosecution, licensing, and litigation, but he was also giving me that in a business world with somewhat of a shield of protection as a junior person, because the partners could really make the risky decisions, but I'm learning from them as I'm going, Mm -hmm. right? I'm advocating and we're not quite equal. So we got a little bit of drama there, but I'm advocating. And I'm also advocating in the bigger firm as most of the time, the only black woman in the entire firm in my twenties. Yeah. I mean, that's incredible. So fast forward, how do we get to the place where you decide, you know what, like I'm walking away from corporate America. You know, I've gotten these experiences so far and and now I'm pivoting and I'm going to open my own thing, which mm-hmm. is Lux Dream. And I'm curious about like, how did you transition to that? And the transition is gradual as most pivots are. So, you know, 2009, we were in the beginning of that major recession. And so 2009 came and to be honest, I lost a little bit of the love of big practice law. Mm -hmm. Um, There were lots of things that you see when you see behind the scenes, you Mm -hmm. get to see a lot of stuff that you're like, wow. And what I saw to be honest, to really share things that I probably wouldn't have shared in my early twenties and thirties. But when I talk to a lot of people that have been out there in the top level, we talk about what was happening in our hearts. And, and I want to say that too is that I, I'm curious around like some of those trends that you see because yeah. I do feel like there is there are so many commonalities across yes. all industries that have that same experience. experience so I want to experience right where there's something that no longer resonates, mm-hmm. something that no longer feels true. And sometimes you have to figure out, is this thing situational? Meaning like if I go to a different job, my, it might be different. Or is this really a shift within myself? Mm-hmm. And to be honest, I started to be very clear about two things that started to happen. I'm talking with chief marketing officers, chief technology officers about their inventions. And I want to really know more about their dreams. So what's next? What's next after the product releases? Like what happens with you and your promotion after? get this done. And I'm starting to realize that's where my passion is more, right? So I love the law. I can do it in my sleep. But I loved hearing their thoughts like, well, you know what happens for me is X. 
this is what will happen with the division if we get to why. And so that outcome of really being transformative into people's lives and the impact after the transaction is done started really calling me. The second thing was really that because of some major litigation that I was running, I ended up managing a team of about 90 people at 29. 60 within the country, 30 in different parts of the country in a major litigation. And so I'm kind of like, there's some skills here that are kind of coming together with your ability to really be able to be global. Mm -hmm. So this whole concept of managing globally was a big deal and taking a single concept and breaking it down into teams. So actually what happened was um, I ended up leaving big law and I'd gone back to New York after a number of different transitions. I will say that usually an epiphany that comes resonates in all areas of your life. And so in all areas of my life, what also happened was the desire to be truer and truer and truer and truer. So I left Virginia, actually got divorced, went back, lots of different things, went back to New York and started my own consulting firm where I was managing these large cases basically to the same types of firms who I came from, but Mm -hmm. they were missing the ingredient that was me. So Mm -hmm. I figured if one firm was missing the ingredient that was me, probably a lot of other firms are missing the ingredient that was me. And that became my first consulting firm. It's called Gen Event and I was doing legal services. Within about a year and a half, I joined with another firm. I merged with a technology firm. And then in another year and a half, about 18 months, we were acquired by Xerox. And that was like to found and exit a company in almost three and a half years in your early 30s. I have no mentors in this field. This is huge. I'm literally doing something that is me, hasn't really been done before. And to exit out was both exciting and exhausting. (laughs) It was both. It was literally, you're going so hard. There's almost no time to think about is this right or wrong? Mm-hmm. Is I'm doing it. This is natural. It's successful. It's working. I'm not chasing anything. It's literally falling into my lap because of how I built my career before. All of the relationships, all of the work, all of the quality. And so uh, 2013, after it was all done, I'm like, oh, I need a break. And I decided to move to Atlanta. Okay. When I decided to move to Atlanta, that's when Lunch Dream Group was born. It was literally like, what can I take about this experience? There's a reason all this happened to me before I was 35. There's a reason. Most people work until they're 50, 60 to have an exit like that on that level. So what is it that I'm supposed to do? I'm supposed to teach people how to do it. Yeah. And that's how Luxury Group was formed. That's amazing. Well, congratulations on that. What part of New York are you from? I'm from Brooklyn. Oh, are you? Okay. I'm in Harlem. Awesome. Yeah. Neighbors. Yeah. I mean, I'm not from here, though. I always like to make sure everyone because, you know, y'all, y'all New York City folks, y'all go hard and I respect it. I am not a native New Yorker. I am born and raised Long Beach, California, but I respect it. I live here. My husband and our family is here. But, you know, no problems. Well, we we welcome you. Thank you. (laughs) I want to talk about I feel like you kind of already mentioned this a little bit already where you know, when you're the only Black woman in these spaces, in these industries, there are a lot of challenges that come up and there's not necessarily a lot of resources for you to be able to reach out to and for you to be able to talk to somebody about like, what am I supposed to do? If they ask me about my hair again, I don't know if I'm going to be professional. Like, 
what am I supposed to do? So created the, the career advice column just for that so that there is a space for us to have these types of conversation and Great. get really targeted advice. Thank you. So with that in mind, I would love it if you have any tips about just your career and just like we're in the start of the new year. And so, you know, the start of the new year is always like this amazing feeling because it's fresh. It's exciting. It's new. You're turning the page. You're about to go into embark into something new or grow. So any advice that you have would be great. Yes. I think the first thing to be honest is we have to be safe spaces for ourselves. And so that means being very true to who you are, being very intimate with who you are in the sense of we always talk about intimacy in a sense of I see you and you see me. Mm -hmm. But do you see all parts of you? And with that, do you are you all parts of you safe with you? Mm. So with that, it's very, very key because when I'm working with people in this change management process that we do with Luxstream Group, your dreams about bringing all of you to the forefront, not the part that you like. Right. Not the part that you think is a star, right? Mm -hmm. It's all of you, all of that stuff. And so unless you make a safe space for all of that stuff, the stuff that you feel like I would never want anybody to know this. And every single person in the world has that, right? Yes. Unless you make that part of you, she feels safe with you. She feels like I'm a part of your history, just like all of the awards. I'm a part of your history, just like all of the things that people clap for your name about and you clap for. I'm a part of your dream cycle because in your dreams, actually, I was always there. I just went about it in probably not the best way, Mm -hmm. right? So I think that when we talk about dreams, the biggest thing is recognizing that the person that you want to be is not a new person who you're going to meet. Mm -hmm. The person who you want to be is the person inside always existing that just needs to be released. Yeah. And when she comes, she needs to take the fly you, she needs to take the nervous you, she needs to take the insecure you, all of that, because that's what makes her endearing. That's what makes her charming, right? That's what makes her, when you see people that you're like, literally, let's use Beyonce, for example, at the top of the world. One of the things we love about her is that she's shy, Right. It's so it's true, yes. those things that being safe with you is I'm going to say the first step. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for that. That's so insightful. Thank you for that. Um, I mean, my last question for you is what's next for you? So what's next for me is literally, you know, being around engineers and inventors, et cetera. I ended up becoming one. And literally, so there are a few things that have happened along the way. And I think the first was starting that first consulting firm. Mm -hmm. We don't really look at consulting firms or service firms as inventions, but they are. It's literally someone deciding to take their expertise and what their special gift is and putting it into something that's out there in the earth. And so that really gave me the confidence to know that I could do this on a level that would ultimately end up merging into a company that merges into Xerox, right? Mm -hmm. A huge confidence booster. So here I am always trying to see the greater picture. And one of the biggest picture parts of the legal industry was data privacy. 
And a lot of that came from litigation, seeing, okay, all these different things happened in our records. So about five years ago, I became one of the first people in the world to be a globally certified information privacy manager. Congrats. That allowed me to really also have another 1% niche in the legal industry, right? So it just kind of kept compounding based on me being true to myself, not chasing degrees, not chasing pedigrees, not chasing titles, but because I like to know what's the next step, where is this going? Mm -hmm. And so what ended up happening is my legal life and my consulting life merged together. In Luxstream Group, I work with individuals and businesses who are trying to reach their extraordinary dreams. And we're in a world now where we've been in healing information in our devices for the last 20 or 30 years, right? Just at the speed of light, we are sending all types of things out. And so now this is a personal data privacy management need. So I literally in October 2020 have launched a data privacy division in Luxstream Group where we're helping individuals in their households actually manage your devices, put together concrete and customized personal data privacy plans so that we can be safe as we are navigating information. And so with that said, I am the world's first household data officer. Does not exist anywhere else in the world. And so the prayer is that we take the goals of what we did with Xerox and just go ahead and soar. So as a black woman entering into that tech space as a disruptor, it's very exciting. That is super exciting. So congratulations. I actually am like, hmm, I need to figure out my own personal data on some stuff because (laughs) yeah, like it's a, it's a lot, especially when you have children, like that's that's something to really think about. So congratulations. That is really, really smart for my viewers. If they want to follow you and they want to know and continue to see other things that you're going to invent and create, how do they find you? Yes, so absolutely demand the dream. It is the website. It is my Instagram handle and my Facebook handle. That is where you will find Luxstream Group. So in all of our areas, we help clients with working out their dreams through the aspects of faith, through the aspects of biology, psychology, business management, and data privacy. So all parts of Kim, in my experience, are in Luxstream Group for all parts of you guys. And then also we have a separate site for the privacy. It's a membership program where you actually become a member of a group for about six to 12 months. And with that, we help you not only customize your personalized data privacy plan, but you also have access to lots of great courses, et cetera, for that. And that is at ourprivateinfo.com. Perfect. Well, Kim, thank you so much for joining us. So this concludes today's episode, and I hope this inspired you to remember that you can be your true self and follow your dreams. There's nothing that you can't do as long as you put your mind to it. Remember, you are magical, and girl, your ancestors live inside you. There's literally nothing you can't do. Thank you for listening and joining me today on Career Gems. Before we go, make sure you show some love for your favorite podcast by subscribing and leaving me a review. And also, if you want the opportunity to be featured in an episode, ask me your questions. Check out the link in the description to submit your question. I hope you have an amazing day. 